What up, guys? Your boy Quake. We're back with a brand new episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast, number 182. 182. Everybody know it's your boy Vito. It's another day, another penny. <laughs> another penny. For real, Damn, man. you only making a penny a day? That's Kinda terrible. broke out here lately. <laughs> Damn. Another day, another penny. That is the worst. Yeah, when you say another day, another dollar, you're making hella goop. Nah, what? Nah, even a dollar a day is terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the pennies right now. Yeah, not you. <laughs> Session hitting hard. Yeah, man. I'm getting slapped with it. Speaking of getting slapped with something, uh, Eminem, there's an update of when Eminem hit. We reported on this a couple episodes ago where uh, he basically hit up a trademark battle with oh, yeah. the Real house, Housewives stars. They're using the Shady name. Right. Their, their product is going to be called uh, Reasonably Shady. So they want to start a podcast like that and uh, sell uh, product with the name Shady, reasonably Shady. Eminem and his team was like, "Hell no, you're not using Shady at all. Mm-mm. That's not you know allowed." Mm-hmm. So they're fighting back on that, and as you know, that's expected. You're gonna fight back on that stuff because hey, you want to execute your vision or what you want to do, but some people are trying to stop you. So let's go over the article. Eminem has now heard from Gazelle Bryant and Robin Dixon. In regard to the duo's Reasonably Shady podcast and the Real Housewives of Potomac stars are fighting back. According to Radar Online, Bryant and Dixon filed legal documents opposing Eminem's attempt to block them from trademarking Reasonably Shady. The podcast boasts over 5 million downloads since launching in 2021 while covering an array of topics including marriage, relationships, and more. The hosts are seeking to obtain a trademark for Reasonably Shady and Eminem isn't with the duo's inclusion of his shady moniker which he and his attorneys believe could cause some confusion in the marketplace. So, let me go a little bit more. M's legal team filed documents to block Bryant and Dixon's trademark application as they felt it could be damaging to his lucrative brand, but the Bravo reality stars aren't going down that easy. Robin and Gazelle's mark reasonably shady simply looks and sounds like shady and suggests that it represents the services of Mathers. The Detroit Icons legal team wrote, Reasonable Shady so resembles opposers Mark Slim Shady, Shady, and the Mark Shady Limited in terms of appearance, sound, and commercial impression as to be likely when applied to Robin and Gazelle's goods to cause confusion and mistake to deceive. M currently owns the trademark for Shady to use on merchandise and has exclusively used Slim Shady and Shady for entertainment services since 1998. So we'll keep our eye on this. Um, you know, I wonder what's going to happen, man. I wonder if money, because it's going to cost a lot of money. Is it going to be worth fighting in court about this? Because they got $5 million on the podcast in two years. You know what would be crazy? If they go to court, M wins, and he takes that name and starts fucking. <laughs> Reasonably shady. Yeah. yeah. That, that would be funny. Yeah, I don't know crazy. why. You know, using the name shady, I guess, yeah, just it, it's too much attached with Eminem. It is. Yeah, definitely. I think. Well, anything, the, I wouldn't start anything with Shady in it just because it's way too attached. I think the females are going to win this because it's reasonable Shady. It's not like sh- starting while with Shady. Yeah, so Shady podcast. Or yeah, because like it can be like there, there's so many companies that have the same names, but it just it cannot be, I believe, starting. Plus, with, it's in a whole different field. It's in a podcast. Yeah, yeah. So. but it is uh, not really. It is entertainment. It is entertainment. It is entertainment. Yeah, yeah so. so that's... It's going to get interesting, man. But, you know, Eminem's got the best lawyers. 
I got the best lawyers. Money, money come by. Buy. So they already gave me 10 or maybe not. Five. Eminem got five. my. Yeah, so. Ready five. We'll keep our eye on this. Slim Shady. Check. Yeah, but Speaking of 50 bars, uh, 50, this was a story that um that broke out a while ago. We reported on it. This wasn't the We reported on this on the Diverse Mentality Instagram page when the podcast wasn't running. This was a story that happened a while ago. But it looks like 50 won the case. And rightfully so, because what this guy did was a piece of shit thing. So we'll go over the article and explain everything. 50 Cent is in the clear to start collecting after emerging victorious in a seven-figure lawsuit filed against his former Sire Spirits employee, Mitchell Green. Court records obtained by the New York Post claim Green, the brand management, brand management director at Le Chemin du Champagne, had been embezzling upwards of $2 million from the company until he was caught in 2020. The champagne Company, which translates to King's Path, was created in 2019 through 50 Cent's brand, Sire Spirits. So, okay, let me just keep continuing going on the article. I was going to explain and break it down, but if it, let's see if the article explains it. Uh, while the champagne already costs over 150 a bottle, Green had reportedly been inflating the prices and pocketing extra kickbacks from wholesalers that he claimed were agency fees, court documents show. The court issued a final reward award of six point. Two million, basically, in favor of Sire Spirits in October 2021, which included prejudgment interest, attorneys' fees, arbitrator compensation, and other fees. Green challenged this ruling and tried to have the award vacated, but the court denied his request last June. The court then added an additional 89,000 in attorney fees last November. Per All Hip Hop, the court demanded last week that Green pay a total of 6.3 million, almost in compensation compensatory damages plus pre and post judgment interest. If green does not pay 50 cent reportedly plans to be seizing his personal property and other assets. Additional, additionally, the power mogul is also suing Michael Caruso who reportedly con, con, con I can't even say this word con, concorded concoded this scheme with green by claiming to have a connection with the Tenager champagne family which proved to be fabricated per the original lawsuit. Caruso and his wife reportedly invoiced Green for their cut of the profit. Sire Spirits are suing Caruso's, his employee, Beam Sonatory, and others for unspecified damages as well. So, yeah, this guy was basically, you know, 50 cents Le Chemin du champagne is expensive. The cheapest bottle is 150. There's one that goes to 300, and then there's one that goes to 1,000. So wholesalers, of course, are going to buy a bunch, get a little bit discounted price. But he was doing like a, a taxing, you know, saying that it was, what was the, the taxing fee? It's called agency fees. Agency fees. So he was pocketing, money. yeah, he's yeah. pocketing all this. He pocketed up to $2 million. Damn. From 2019 cool. to 2020. That means the champagne's selling really well. Because yeah. if he's pocketing that kind of money, that time frame, that means 50's yeah. doing well with the champagne. Yeah. That's a lot of money for him to take, man, to do that. See, in every business you got, you know, people yeah. are just. But I'm glad whoever was on top of it caught that shit. That's good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he tried to get away with this, but it just backfired with him on a lot. He's going to owe $6,283,598.50. Otherwise, they're going to start taking your shit, all your cars and your house. Yeah, that's... Your wife. You just fucked your whole life over for yeah, for literally nothing. Now your name is destroyed because nobody wants to work with you. Because now this is all over the fucking place. Michelle, Michelle Green, nobody's going to work with that guy anymore. Never. Because now you just tried to steal two, $2 million you tried stealing. So, 
I think 50 res- responded to this. Let me see. I, I think he posted on Instagram in response to this. I believe he did. I'm sure he will. He said, I think he said money by Monday. You know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think yeah, I he responded that. to it. Yeah, I money by Monday. Look, I need that by Monday. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so uh, yeah, man, in hey. business, you know. You got some good lawyers, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in business, you get screwed. Oh, he's got, he's got some of the top of the line. I mean, just November, $90,000 in lawyer fees. Yep. A court, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a lot of money, man. That's $100,000. Yep. Jeez. I know, lawyers, bro. If you got top of the line lawyers, they're expensive. Yeah. You got, yeah. If you're a lawyer <laughs> and you're working for celebrities, man, you rich. You rich, rich. That just won. Like, that lawyer was just with 50. Imagine how it works with. No, that was, that was just fees for the guy going back and challenging. Imagine the fees from everything else from oh, the start of this. Yeah, so they pocketed probably four hundred, five hundred thousand. dollars 500000 lawyer? Yeah, easily. Probably. Because it yeah. started in 2020 and ended in now. So you, all those years, they probably did at least yeah. four hundred. dollars And then maybe 50 cuts him another extra I mean, he's got lawyers deal. on retainer, so yeah. when yep. you pay him on retainer, that means they're, they're always on, on the lookout. Yeah, they're, they're probably on a payroll, too. They are, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that's how much dope. that is. So yeah, that's a lot. Probably like two hundred fifty k every what month, quarter? Uh, probably every quarter or every year. Uh, I I would say probably quarterly, see. every three months. Let me see. Uh, Four quarters in a year. Uh, there you go. That's a million dollars. Yeah. How how often how often do lawyers get paid on retainer? Curious. Monthly. Monthly. Yeah. Or at least a regular basis. So every so month, no, nah, well, he's not. He's not getting paid two hundred fifty thousand every month. Yeah, he's probably getting paid like fifty grand, fifty, maybe assume. to a hundred. Because didn't didn't fifty say he 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 spent in what was it uh, lawyers? Like yeah, it's a, from the beginning of his million? career on retainer. Yeah, it's like yeah, some 21, shit. 22 million or some shit. Some shit. Yeah, million. yeah, some same money. So yeah, you're probably right. I think man. around there fifty thousand. That's that's reasonable. I think every year he spends at least half a million just on retainer. Every year. Yeah. I think a lot, yeah. All, every set of lawyer does because they need. That's dope, man. That's residual income for the lawyer. I mean, yeah. Income but that lawyer's nothing or on call 24-7. Whenever something happens, that lawyer has yeah, to respond to it. And yeah. it cannot ask. fly immediately. Yeah, he can't go respond to anybody else. Like, that's the person that's paying you retainer. You have to be on, on point with the shit. That's dope. So, I mean, you get to that level. That's, you know, you can afford to do that shit. Yeah. But. Tax write-off, too. Yes. That guy's fucked though. Imagine, imagine stealing two million. You got to pay back through six point three million, or else your and shit's getting seized. You don't pay, or you get seized. Your that guy's life is destroyed. You just fucked yourself, man. You were working with fifty. Stupid. <laughs> TIP. Tip. What's happening, man? Back yeah. from the VIP. Hey, expeditiously. Expeditiously. Yeah. If you ain't heard my Rick with Kevin Gates. Yeah. Uh, Kevin. Uh, T.I., it's kind of like a Kevin Gates song. Honestly, we listen to it. It's yeah. Kevin Gates starts the song, he's on the hook, and then T.I. has one verse, and it's Kevin Gates on the hook again. Or that song goes hard. Yeah, so T.I. has dropped a new track with Kevin Gates called Active. I fuck with the record heavy, so go ahead and hey. check it out if you haven't heard it. What I loved about this is it premiered on radio, which hasn't happened in ages. Yeah, you hear all the radio tags, and it just it reminds me back in the early 2010s when I was doing the hip-hop blogs. Or songs would premiere on radio, you'd rip them from there and post them. That doesn't happen anymore. It's always on streaming. It just, you know, yeah, it's just not, not like that anymore. Unfortunately, do people uh, still do that or no? What, like on the radio? Rarely, rarely. Like Yayo premiered. What was that? Yayo Banks record. It was on the radio. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like rare. It doesn't yeah, happen often. Um, so 
The reason why we're mentioning the song is because T.I. addresses Boozy on the record. Uh, T.I. has responded to Boozy a few times. The interesting thing, Boozy hasn't responded to T.I. yet. And the reason why I think this is is because Vlad is a fucking business genius. He probably has a contract with Boozy that says you can't say anything publicly until you come on the Vlad platform and say mm. something. Because he gets probably paid. I'm sure Boozy and Vlad get paid. Vlad pays him probably half of the revenue that comes from all of his interviews. Probably. I'm willing to bet. Yeah, it's a genius deal. You do a contract of interviews, and if something pops off, you can't say anything on any other platform. If they come back to my platform, that gets him more views. There you go. And they get more money. So um, <laughs> I love Vlad. You a small motherfucker. Yeah, Vlad's uh Vlad's done his thing with all this shit. So I think that's that's what it is. I haven't heard anything from yeah, him. Yeah, Usually no, Boozy no. responds. That's what I assume. I don't know. I'm just assuming that's the case. Because it wouldn't make sense. Because why hasn't Boozy said shit? So it's like uh T.I. dropped the song, addressed Boozy on the track. He said, You started yelling, started telling. But on IG, you hard as Helen. I'm gonna tell you something serious. Come here. Come in here trying to boost your career and commandeer. I'm a commandeer the situation. Treat him like a hunting deer in the frontier. Hmm. Damn, T, I got some bars, man. This record, he does spit shit. So, Boy, he was going. I wish I out. could play it, but it'd probably get copyrighted. Please check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I might play like a quick. I like the beat. I got to play a quick second of it. I like the beat a lot. Let me see. Hold on. Oh, shit. Ah oh, shit! Exclusive. You just been blocked. What are you talking about? Yeah, they usually get copyrighted, but we don't even get that much views on the podcast right now, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, in the future, I'll definitely have to worry about it. All the shit they say about me, they don't know me. They wouldn't play if they knew. Hey, the niggas will take each judge for me. Hard to get me when you knew where that came from. Here, whole hip hop dog for me. Hard to send me on into that bullshit if for real. Guarantee God to tell me. Start to sell it. Yeah, in the sixth grade, if you ain't bet your heart to tell me. Yeah, so that's Damn. that's a yeah. He killed this shit. So. Liar. It's off the album. He said off the album, "Kill the King," which is likely to be his final album. That's what Ti said. "Kill the King" is my final album. That's a dope title. Yeah, I mean, he's like what in his forties, so I mean, he could still go if he really wanted to. He yeah, could still I go. Um, See, we'll say it. But yeah, so check out the track. I like that. I, what I like about this is that the artist is actually going on music and responding. I'm tired of just social media back and forth. Like, mm-hmm. I miss the days just responding on songs, you know. Um, now it's just, like, always social media. Get on here, do this, do that. Like, it would be better if music was a response. I agree. That's what I really enjoy about Young Buck. I always said he always, anything that he's going through, he responds on music. You don't really hear him on social media say shit. So, um, yeah. dope ass track. I liked it. Jim Jones, this was interesting. Um, he's let's go over article. Jim Jones has hinted a TV series that chronicles the early days of the diplomats before they rose to fame in hip hop. Nice. During a conversation with DJ Selves, Apartment Five H talk show, Capo revealed he's flirting with the idea of developing a Dipset series that would focus on Harlem's crew's pre-fame beginnings. So, that's dope. let's play the clip. You got a talk show. I'm yeah. about to give you niggas the Dipset 5H TV series, you heard? Uh, I think I'm, I'm going to do that. Because the shit that went on the 5H before we became the players we were, you niggas need to see. <laughs> it was reckless. <laughs> Young, dumb, and stupid. But we was having a ball. Yeah. So, 
I'm all for this. Like I said, I love when we get old hip hop footage, old stories, old documentaries. Like the yeah. Kanye one was amazing. That was nice. It was all classic old stuff. Uh, with my documentary, the Get Rich one that I'm working on, you're going to get a little bit of that. There's some clips that I have that nobody in the world has ever seen. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's going to be dope that you guys can check out. Um, but yeah, old stuff like that is is dope, man. I would I encourage every older hip hop group artist. I think Fifty should do the G Unit one. I think uh, you know Dipset doing their own thing would be great. Rockefeller, Jay Z, uh, whoever, whatever group Ludacris is disturbing the PSTI's Grand Hustle, whatever. All these groups, all these early two thousands would be fire. Nineties, everything. So yeah, some they should really do that, man. A TV series of every rapper, every group. I would love yeah. to be the executive producer on that shit. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Plug me in, coach. And don't <laughs> put nothing on there. Nothing. Relating to their music or nothing like that. Just everything before. Everything. No, I think how they came up, too, would be dope. Yeah, until they got, like, popular. I don't like, know. As soon could, as it ends with them. To, no, if they have footage of them where they're actually... You know, popping. You got footage of that. Why not? Sure. Stop it right there. Nah. Stop it right there. What are you going to do then? To be continued. To be continued. To be continued. Because I didn't like like the Kanye documentary, how later on it just skipped through a lot of stuff. It just kind of went quick. But I get it. We've seen that. Like, you know, if you followed Kanye, like you've seen his life. Yeah, but behind the scenes stuff, I think it would be dope. If you have, that's what I'm saying. If you have. If you don't have it, then yeah, there's no reason to, you know, do that. Another day, another music catalog. Actually, this one's a publishing catalog. My bad. Cash money. Metro Boomin was some more. So, Metro. Uh, Metro Boomin obviously is one of the hard, like hottest producers. Period. He's been on a run for a while, um, and he's getting that bag. Damn. Metro Boomin is now reportedly seventy million dollars richer after selling a portion of his existing publishing catalog to Shamrock. Capital. Shit. Billboard reported the news on Tuesday, March 7th, citing sources close to the deal. However, both sides declined to comment, so there are no additional details on what was included in the sale. The famed producer has an extensive catalog filled with chart top and hits, including cultural juggernauts like Migos' Bad and Bougie, Future's Mask Off, I Love McConan's Tuesday, Kanye West's Father Stretch My Hands, and more. Thus far in his career, Metro Boomin has 99 total entries on the Billboard Hot 100 chart as a producer, including two number ones and 10 top 10s. As an artist, he's notched 46 total entries. As an artist, it's helping him with the recent album that came out. So I think that's why he sold, because he's like, I can push this as my own artist now, my own production on my own albums. In January, Metro became the first non-rapping hip-hop producer to surpass 50 million monthly listeners on Spotify thanks to the success of a sophomore album, Heroes and Villains. Released on December 2nd, the Atlanta producer's second studio album earned roughly 185,000 units in the first week after making the number one debut. So yeah, I think I think he's realizing that if I just put my name in front of it, do my own albums, and not just produce for other people, I can make a lot more money. So he sold a portion. This is only a portion of his publishing catalog. Man, that's crazy. For $70 million. Like, imagine that just wired in your account, $70 million. I can't imagine. I think a lot of people are selling this because I think a recession is going to hit. 
a lot of things are going to hit low stocks. Something's going stocks on. is going to drop probably on a lot of companies. And you got 70 million liquid to just put into a lot of different companies. 70 million? Well, and like easily. Yeah, in 10 years, years. In 10 years, you're probably going to be three, 400 million off that easily. Easily. So that's what I mean. I think a lot of people are realizing, okay, this is something's weird here. Something's going to happen. Let me get some liquid cash so I have some money. And let me invest when the time is the best to do it. Because that's when, that's the moment when you, if you have money, you can quadruple your net worth. You can, you know, do a lot with that. So, um, I'm sure this isn't the end of it, man. This isn't the end of it. What well, we have, uh, Zaytoven sell his, what you had future sell his, Dr. Dre sell his, Lil Wayne sell his, uh, I can't think of There's too many people. Juice World, but that was reportedly, uh, that was reportedly fake. That wasn't a real thing that happened. So I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of reports of a lot of people selling a lot of stuff. So, um, yeah. Make what you make of it. I don't know. I think it's just a recession thing. So we'll keep our eye on this. Yeah, there was a lot. Melly Mel. So you guys know, uh, you know, what he said about Eminem. And then he went on Kendrick Lamar and said that nobody wants to rap like Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole, blah, blah, blah. They're, you know, boring. And then he said Lil Wayne can't be the top best rapper because he uses auto-tune. So this guy just went on a whole rant of hating on newer generation. Um, well, he responded to everybody's hate. That's what I mean. If, the art, if that, 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 that platform that interviewed him, the Art of Dialogue, if they had the exclusive rights with Melly Mel, he would never respond on social media. He probably would have gone on there on that platform and responded. Yeah. Just like Vlad. I think Vlad has that. That's why, you know. So let's play the clip of him responding to see what, what, what he's got to say. It is eight minutes long, so I'm not going to play it for eight minutes. I'm just going to see what you know, the best portions are. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, it's the one and the only king of hip-hop. I hate you. Grandmaster Melly Mel, the legend king, the rock and roll hall of famer. And what we're going to do right now is kick off our first edition of our podcast, Melly Mel's Hip-Hop Corner. So what I want to do is address certain things. What I Everybody starts their own podcast when it comes to get a little clout. It's crazy. So uh, even we have. Everybody started a podcast, bro. Shit. It doesn't stop. He's like, this is my podcast already. Damn, he's already got his own shit going. This motherfucker buff as fuck, though. Yeah, take it easy. (laughs) I know. Take it easy. Your vein's about to explode you. He's like, how old is he? 60-something? Damn, boy. (laughs) He'll fuck somebody up, man. He looking. He look no, he looks good, bro. For that age, like being old, bro. That's yeah, that's, yeah. that's impressive. Ugly, but he he, that's I impressive. Pod- I want to do a podcast. Just certain things that's relevant in hip hop and in life, uh, and I want to touch on right now a couple of things that's going on right 61. now. One, uh, and the first thing I want to do is uh, just say make just make three quick points. Melly Mel uh- built as fuck for sixty one. Yeah, built that's, as that's in good shape. Fuck, dude. Yeah, I have to. Congratulations yeah, for that, that's, that's but, but you're talking shit and he's stop. Yeah. Hey, I mean, he's got his opinion, bro. Uh, has nothing against nobody in hip-hop. I've been in hip-hop over 40 years. Uh, very competitive. Really have nothing against nobody. I'm uh, not jealous of nobody. Uh, I'm not intimidated by anybody or anything. And, uh, and I'm not bitter. You know, I just come across as I come across because I'm a man. And I say what I say. And when I say what I say... 
basically I mean what I say. But like I said, I, I have nothing against anybody. No MCs, I have nothing against anybody. Uh, number two, the first thing that we're gonna touch on is based on a list that Billboard magazine put out about the 50 greatest artists in hip hop. Now what gives uh, Billboard magazine of anybody the credentials to put that out is beyond me. And whoever wrote the list, I think he should step forward to try to clarify his rationale and, 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 uh, and his justification of putting out such a list. So in response to that, I did talk to somebody that wrote on the list. They said the, the specifications are on the article. There's a lot of people ain't reading them. They have the specifications on the article. We went over on the podcast. Correct, you're right. Yep. So, yeah. So, him saying that, what are the specifications? You didn't read the article. Got to check it out and read it. There are specifications on there. And it wasn't just one person that made the list. Let's make that very clear. It was like, I believe, 10 people. Again, somewhere around there. So, it was a lot of people that came up with this list. All, everybody coming together, speaking. Black, white, I don't know. I know the guy that I'm talking to that was talking about the list, who's with Billboard, who added his contributions, he is black. He contributed it. So, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to jump in and clarify that. And everything that I said, that I commented on, it was it was the comment on what he wrote and who he put on uh, this said list. And, uh, and I think Billboard is not known for hip-hop, of course. They're known for records. So obviously, Billboard is more leaning toward guys that made records compared toward guys like myself that put in all the time in hip hop. So now, making that point, for, for, for people who just seem to lose track of what Melly Mel is or who Melly Mel is about, we're not necessarily known for records. I'm the, I was the lead rapper in the group Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, but we're not known for records. What we're known for is when the when a person first called themselves an MC, it was me. When the first person said uh, hip hop and yes, yes, y'all, that was my brother and that was Cowboy. That's who we're known for. We're responsible for the genre. We're the biggest influences in the genre. And if you ask anybody that knows anything about true hip hop, they will tell you that. If you ask anybody that calls themselves an MC, they will be the first to tell you that there is no modern day hip hop or rap or anything of that nature if it wasn't for Grandmaster Flash, if it wasn't for the Furious Five, if it wasn't for Melly Mel, if it wasn't for Cowboy. Like so, yeah. No, I mean, he, you know, he's early, early stages of hip hop. Yeah, you said. Yeah. They, yeah, they helped. Obviously, if they wouldn't have started anything like that, hip hop wouldn't be here. So they have the biggest. To me, I see they starting as the biggest influence, period. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. But the, the, what he's missing, and he's kind of right, too. He has two two points that are good. Him mentioning Billboard is about records. is not about, like, you know, um, MCs and lyrics and stuff. That's true. But he goes on to say that what he's done for hip-hop all this time, that's not, you haven't been relevant all this time. That's no disrespect to him, but he just hasn't been. 80s, he did his thing. I'm sure maybe in the 90s did a little bit of stuff. I haven't heard nothing of Melly Mel in the 2000s, 2010s, till now. Now, finally, after doing an interview like this, we hear about him. So when he says all this time in hip-hop, I don't know. Unless he was doing stuff behind the scenes helping artists yeah. and nobody knows about it, that's what he's got to clarify. Be like, yo, I was in the 90s. I was here with Tupac doing helping this. I was here doing this. I was, I was in the 2000s. I was here. Okay, then that's like, okay, now you've been contributing. But right. it seems like he just had his run, 
disappeared, did his own thing, chilled, and then came back out, do interviews, boom. You know, says what he says, and now he's hot. So right. he needs to understand that it's a it's a it's a longevity game. You you were on just be happy you were on the list because there's a lot of artists that he weren't even yeah, on the man. list. Yeah. So the fact that you even made the list is great in itself. You're you're in the top fifty. That means a lot of people are thinking about you. Exactly. Yeah. So that's not you know let's not act like nobody gave a fuck you know about what you did. Yeah. A lot of people did. Number forty eight makes sense because you haven't been relevant recently in the last 20 25 you can even add 30 years to it so uh yeah the video is like eight minutes long so i'm not gonna play the full thing but that's basically what he what he says throughout it is like hey i've been in this for a long time 40 years very competitive did my thing um i'm not hating blah 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 blah, blah. um but you know people did call him racist which is kind of weird i don't think he was being racist per se but it does come off bad. So, not racist, but people, I, you could think of like he was hating. That, yeah. It's kind of, he gave me a little bit of impression of that. So, I yeah. could be wrong too, but he was like, he's just white. He's just, that's white. Like, it's like, come on, bro. You got to give some more props to that. The weekend. So, the weekend is, I think, um, he's been going through a lot of different shit with uh, the TV show about this. Uh, sexual harassment, all kinds of weird stuff. So I don't know what's going on on that end. I haven't looked into it. There's a lot going on with the weekend on that end. Um, I'm kind of waiting to see how that plays out. And he's more, weekend's more R&B. But this is an interesting feat that he's got. The weekend has tied Michael Jackson's long-standing Billboard chart record of being the only artist to have multiple number one hits from numerous albums. Wow. According to chart data, both artists are the only individuals in Hot 100 history to achieve such a feat. Michael Jackson garnered multiple number one hits on albums such as Off the Wall, Thriller, Bad, according to Billboard. Meanwhile, The Weeknd garnered number one hits from records Beauty Behind the Madness, Starboy, After Hours, according to Billboard. The Weeknd scored his seventh number one hit alongside Ariana Grande when their 2016 duet Die For You jumps to the top of the chart. So. So he joins Michael Jackson as the only male soloist in Hot 100 history to have multiple number one hits from three albums. So that means you got three albums, and you got at least three number one hits from each album. Jeez, that's a big accomplishment. That is hard as fuck to do. <laughs> that's, that's why it's only Michael Jackson up there. That's yeah. why Michael Jackson was the only one up there until now. Wow. So uh, This guy's been having hits, man. I don't yeah. Every don't, time he drops, he's got a hit. And the, the what I love about him is he's low key. Yeah, he is, man. You don't really hear yeah. you don't see interviews, you don't he's just the weekend. You know him as the weekend. That's the thing. Yeah, just the weekend, weekend type of guy. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> now he is going through some some stuff with uh that that HBO show and some I don't know, he did respond to that on in an interview. But he doesn't like he never speaks. You rarely hear him in interview nothing, nothing. No, it's just that that's what I like. It's the allure. It's 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 like wondering who is this person. We miss that from from artists because of social media. Mm. A lot of artists have become corny because of social media. Now when they speak every day, it's, it's like young, yeah. They become really corny. I like the Eminem just disappears, done, drops the album, gone. Yeah. You don't hear, see. I nothing. mean, but a little bit pop out would be nice, man. Like do what? miss. No, what I what I what like, I'm mad about you know, is that he doesn't do interviews when the drop album. 
He yeah. goes to Sway and does that interview. I'm like, come on, bro. Don't go do at least one interview. At least yeah, with one. somebody else. Just to, like, yeah. get a little. Some drink champs. Game. I mean, I'm on drink champs. I would go fucking nuts <laughs> yeah. if you went there. Something like that. Like, go on a show that is popular in hip-hop or something that you like that you're fucking with. Yeah, like, Diverse least. Mentality Podcast. I know you heard yeah. about it. Uh, Eminem. <laughs> no, if Eminem came here, I'm telling you right now. I'll have, if Eminem came here, I have the best set of questions ever in my life, and I would hope he answered every single one of them because I got questions up the ass. Like, Oh, man. It would be... I don't know. If I saw Eminem right here, I'd... I'd be like, uh, uh. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> it's definitely possible. So shout Dad? out to Slim Shady. <laughs> Quinn Haley. So shout out to The weekend. Uh Huge yeah, accomplishment. That's very big. Uh, Congrats on that, man. But yeah, I think Shit. I like the fact that The weekend stays low. And he's still got a long career to go, man. Yeah, let me see. Let me actually look at his chart history. I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't I'm think we've ever checked that. that guy. Yeah. The weekend. Let's see how old he is, too. 39. Probably. So he's got seven number one hits. Total of his career. Wow, he's 33. And he's wow. got seven number one hits in his Jeez. career. Oh, this guy's got... Blinding on the lights. Anyways, uh, let's see. So Blinding Lights, number one. Save Your Tears, which is the recent one, number one. The Hills, number one. Earned It, Fifty Shades of Grey. No, that was actually... Never mind. Uh... Can't feel my face. Number one, die for you. Number one, Starboy. Number one. Damn. Yeah. So he's got he's got he's got hits on multiple albums. Wow. So he's got uh 2016. He had two hits, two number one hits. 2015. He had two hits, two number one hits. Actually, in 2019, he had three oh. number one hits. In 20 yeah. in 2015, he had two number one hits. In 2020, he had a hit. Wait, how, wait a minute. How, how do you get two number one hits, like on the on the charts? What do you mean? Like you just drop? No, just a song goes well, does good. Yeah, and then the next song eventually comes up. Just come on, takes over that. And you Not gotta, no. It depends on the time frame you're dropping. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's kind of no. It just it, it happens. That happens a lot. Fifty knocked himself out a lot of times on the number one. That's fine. Because he had, I think he had it. What was it? Uh, he had it in the club, and then eventually knocked himself out with twenty one questions. Because you just. You know, mm-hmm. you have in the club doing its thing, and then eventually 21 Questions comes up, takes it out. They're number one. Nice. Um, okay. So seven number one hits, all in different, 2015, 2016, 2019, 2020, and now most recently 2022. Or 2023, my bad. That's phenomenal. And a lot of these are, like, high up, too. There's, like, number four, number three. You know, that Creeping record went to number three. I'm surprised that hasn't gone number one. That's that's yeah. A, yeah, it's a number three. So not right now currently, but it was a number three. So uh yeah, crazy, crazy feet. So shout out to the weekend. That's crazy. He's The what? Hills has been certified eleven times platinum. The song? Yeah, the Hills. Let me see his actual album. Curious what his albums are, are they diamond or not. The song I feel been, my face. The album sold over one million copies. And 3.6 worldwide. Yeah, this yeah, I'm telling you, the weekend, the smartest thing the weekend did was never signing with Drake. Yeah. Because if he would have signed with Drake, this would have never happened. Never happened. He would have been Drake. stuck on OVO, like Party Next Door, and all these other guys who yeah. nobody fucks with, Majid Jordan, all these other artists that are doing shit. 
No, Drake these guys just do. stealing shit. From that's them. basically what it is. They're writers oh, for you, Drake. Oh, you got a good song? Give me that. That's what Take Care. That's why people when people say they love Take Care, that's a half weekend album. He wrote half that album. That's why you like that album so much. That's probably why it's Drake and The Weeknd. That's why I like nothing was the same more because it's Drake. That's Drake. There's nobody. Nobody can come in and say, "Oh, this is half half." Yeah, it was Drake's 100% his album. Take 100%. care was like six to seven. I think it was six to eight songs were co-written by the weekend. It's like Fifty Cent with the the game documentary album. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's the same type of situation. Um, let me see how much these albums are sold. I'm very curious. Let's Man, go. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm glad that did not happen because if that would have happened, bro. Imagine. But imagine how many Drake, how many records he would have had. Oh, he would have been. Oh, my God. He would have been this. Yeah. Thing. If he would have got this. That's why Drake I'm glad, like, bro. I'm glad. Drake's probably like, man, I wasn't able to get this guy out. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, yeah. He would have signed him to OVO. It would have been huge. Dude behind the mask. Shout out to Weekend. Shout out Weekend. It's the Weekend, baby. Yeah, the guy's a the guy's a certified. I can't figure out, but a lot of these are like five times platinum, six Bro. times platinum. Yeah, all albums. albums are multi-platinum. Yeah, which is insane. Drake and Lil Baby, speaking of him, they got a collab album potentially coming. Ooh. What is Drake doing? All these collab albums. Yeah, what the fuck is going on? I actually on? like that. I, I'm glad a rapper is going on a run just doing collab albums with people. That's the fucking shit that needs yeah. to happen. What is going on? with? Why are, is nobody else doing this? Yeah. Collab albums are fire. They're cool to me. I wish more artists would do it. I'm glad Drake's doing it because did Future, done 21 Savage, now Lil Baby. There was a rumor that Rick Ross and Drake were supposed to do one. Yeah. Which I would have been interested in hearing. That would have been very good. Yeah, William Roberts. Good. Yeah, William Roberts. Yeah, with Drizzy. Yeah, they were, that, that was a while ago. That was in like 2012, 2013. The, the album was supposed to be called YOLO at the time. Didn't they talk about it once in an interview too? I think one of them Yeah, said they it. probably, yeah. They were, yeah, Ross, Ross mentioned it. It was yeah. supposed to be an album called YOLO. Damn. Which they would change the name now because that's old. Yeah. Oh, YOLO. <laughs> Nobody says that shit anymore. So. That's dope, man. I hope, he, I hope Drake inspires others to do the same. Bro, collab albums are so like, yeah, so underrated, bro. Like, yeah. I think we, there needs to be more. I'm a motherfucking star boy. Exactly. Yeah. The weekend and Michael Jackson collab. Oh <laughs> my god! That one, I wish. Bring him back from the dead. <laughs> yeah, that would have been crazy if that would happen. That would have been, bro. <laughs> that would have sold. I'm a motherfucking star I'm boy. I'm telling you, that would have sold five million copies first week. I'm not even gonna flex. Five million first. Hundred percent coming back from the dead and then doing a. Collab album? Nah, 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 let's I'm just say, nah, 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 not that. I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> nah, if you manage to do that, I think you can do it with AI, you can do a fake, but still, I think if Michael Jackson was still alive, which he would be, how old would he be right now? Because he died at 15, 1960. He'd be yeah, about 64, yeah. 65. Something like that. Bro. He could still do an album at 64, 65, easily. Yeah. Imagine wow. him doing an album at the weekend at that time. That, that shit would have sold. Numbers would have been ridiculous. 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 So let's play this clip. It was the producer, uh, one of the producer, Black Coffee. On honestly, never mind. He revealed this on a on a podcast. So, uh, well, like I have never been, yeah. I, and this is Atlanta is known for. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I hate. Uh, and he had said to me, "Little baby, and Drake are making an album. It's possible that Drake is in town." Mm-hmm. So I'm like, whatever. 
Dope, man. Dragon Lil Bay, Fall That's going to sound fire. I, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Like, they got decent records together. Well, you never know when they do an album. It's going to be a little different. One of the records, they got that Pikachu. It's the first time I ever heard of <laughs> Lil Baby. Let me see. Do you... Th- Staying alive. You think, Staying you, alive. you think it'll be better than 21 and Future? Lil Baby? I still think that the collab album with Drake and Future is the best one. In my personal opinion. So far, yeah. 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 Uh, the Drake from the Savage we'll one is really good. But Lil Baby, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. That would be... Because Baby does his thing, too, when he raps. He can... Yeah. Yeah. And they've done a lot of tracks together. I just like Yes Indeed. I think that's the Pikachu record. Yes Indeed. So... Hey, Lil Baby and Lil Dirk did an album. I loved it. So that album was fire. Yeah, man. So I can see Drake and Lil Baby doing one. Who could you see Kevin Gates do a collab with? Album. That's a NBA Young Boy. I need that oh badly. My God. They, those four tracks they did together. Yeah. Remember those four tracks they did together? Those four tracks they did together was amazing. Oh, my God. They need to repair the relationship and do a collab album together. Oh, my that God. Would, that would be nasty. Yeah, that would be fucking. Man, that's a good one. Yeah. Holy shit. Kevin Gates and NBA Youngboy. Oh. Uh, who else? Collab albums. I still am waiting for it. This hasn't happened. They announced this shit in like 2014, 13. People already know what I'm talking about. Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. They still haven't done it. They announced that shit so long. They even had a track together where they jumped on each other's beats. And they, they announced it and has, nothing has come from that. I can see right now happening more J. Cole and Drake versus J. Cole and Kendrick. Because J. Cole and Drake are more closer together right now. So I could see that happening before it would ever happen. Damn, that might actually happen. I would I, I would love that. That would that would probably be the best Drake collab album is J. Wow. Cole and, and Drake. I wonder how that would be, though. That would be interesting. A conscious yeah, slash, make, you know, like, it would be fire. I think it would be. Drake would be on that pussy. Yeah, they haven't done a song together in forever. They haven't done a song together yeah, in ages. Man. Last time was that In the Morning. That was the only record. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah, that's a 2011, 2010. Yeah. Wow, so we might have that. What if Drake, after this, like two months later, <laughs> says, I, I got another collab one. Holy oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Drake's no, on fire no, again. No, if you're going to ask yeah, me. Drake's number yeah, one. No, nah, if you're going to ask me. Halas. Okay, calm down. All right, sorry. <laughs> if you're going to ask me what collab album do I want, Drake and Lil Baby or Drake and J. Cole, I want Drake and J. Cole. Yeah, easily. Because Drake and Lil Baby, we've heard them a lot of times together. We already have a lot of tracks with them together. I haven't heard Drake and J. Cole in ages. Because you know you would get a quality album. Like, yeah, you get something very, different. Yeah, you get you some know. different quality up the... Yeah. <laughs> uh, who, what would, else? I would love to see a Birdman Master P. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, getting money. I actually, that it should be a C... No, uh, Birdman and Dr. Shit. Dre. Birdman and Dr. Dre what album. If all three. No, Birdman and Dr. Dre album. Please. Nah, that would be awkward. Nah, that would be fire, Birdman. That would be, fire. That'd be <laughs> awkward. Nah, that'll be that'll be I'll that'll one be one be talking flex and money, <laughs> the other one may shut your ass up. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know. Nah, that'll be fired. <laughs> Pussy out of line. Yeah, exactly. I would fuck All with ghost writers for both. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's writing. Everybody shit. in the music industry comes well, together and goes. Right. Exactly. That's oh, that's that's what I would love. I would love some hip hop shit like that. Just yeah. some random shit like that. You have a huge, huge team of ghostwriters, Jay-Z, Eminem, 50, all all these people come writing for them. Holy shit. Yeah, Lil Wayne comes in writing. What if that would turn, like, album of the decade or some shit? That's the the thing. They can get, they can get, they can call everybody they want. Oh, 100%. Like, Dre has all the connects, Birdman has all the connects. Oh, yeah. They can get the top of the best writers to write everything. It's just 
Birdman would do it, but I don't think Dre would. Yeah, Dre probably wouldn't. He'd be like, nah, y'all funny. No, nah, that would be the most interesting. <laughs> <I'd> be like, <laughs> no, it, it should be titled CEO, like 100%. That album should be titled CEO. CEO, rich guy. It should be called Cash Entertainment Operation. I don't know, some shit like that. <laughs> Cash Money, CM. Uh, Dr. Cash. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Cash. That would be the worst. That is the worst album. Dr. Cash. That sounds so fucking corny. I don't know why. That Dr. sounds like a fake ass. Dr. Like, Bird. No, <laughs> no, no. Birdman. Look, uh, after, that's, that's to be with something like Aftermath and Cash Money. The Cash Money Aftermath or some shit like that. Yeah. The Cash know. Cash Math or some shit. I don't know. Dr. Cash Aftermath. Dr. Cash Aftermath. <laughs> Mr. Aftermath Cash. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, that would be a fire. I think that would be How a fire. How the hell do I ever think of that, man? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's I do want uh, 50 at Eminem, though. I've always said that. Uh, who that else? That would be a dope. Yeah. Who else? Lloyd Banks and Fabulous. Yeah. That That's that, that that's a disgusting thing that hasn't happened. That would be like um, straight fire nonstop. Yeah. Uh, like too much to handle. Game and 50 would be something I would Yeah, that would, that that would never happen. That's, but, that's, so my top list. Yeah. Like already I said, heard it. <laughs> yeah, I would be 50 and M, 50 in game. It would be Drake. I actually know Kendrick Lamar. And, uh, J. Cole. J. Cole. Uh, Kevin NBA. Kevin Gates and NBA. Yep. Birdman and Dr. Dre. Yeah. I, no, I'm, I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. That would be, no, that, be very that, interesting. That would be, yeah, that needs to happen. Lil Wayne and uh, Lil Wayne. Who would you pair Lil Wayne up? Who's had a. We could do a Lil Wayne with uh, what's his name? Who? Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats. Yeah, yeah that track was dope. Yeah, that, that could that would be a little bit. That's more of a producer and rapper. Probably yeah, like rapper, that's rapper. true. I forgot about that. Yeah. I don't Who know Lil, Lil Wayne, Wayne could go with? with. I mean, Lil Wayne and Drake has had a great run, but no, no, that would be nice too. But imagine that collab. That would sell a lot. Yeah. Lil Wayne and Drake. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Drake hasn't done that. Yeah, for real. Yeah, like, that would be like the number one. I, I would know, assume that would be people the, doing. Man. <laughs> no, I just, I mean, Drake doesn't have time to be doing. Like, he got time. Collab man, albums time. with people. <laughs> Imagine he drops like five collab albums in one year, like with just people. Why not? I'm sure they got. Here's the thing. I'm sure Drake and Lil Baby got like records that are just chilling. They're hard drive. Oh, that's hell. what I'm saying. A lot of these artists All have. Them do. Yeah, a lot of these artists have records together that they've done. So, shit. I'm regardless. I'm excited. So. Yeah, that would be crazy. All right. Yeah, Key Glock. Key Glock with the Glock. Speaking of collabs, Key Glock does not like to collaborate with people. Okay. And now it kind of makes sense. Now that he breaks down the story. So, you know, in the recent project he dropped, which is Glaucoma 2, there's no features on there, of course. He doesn't really like to do features. Let's play the clip as to why. This was interesting. My first, like, you know, big breakout song, like, that everybody got to know about. Man, this Twitter thing, I need to stop. They wanted me to remix it. I was like, cool. I was like, who you got in mind? He gave me about, he named me two people. I was like, all right, that, that one other person I know for sure is going is gonna to go through the roof just because of who he is and right. his fan base and right. the machine he got behind him. So I'm like, don't just ask why I was like, uh, let's offer him some. So I offered... I offered him a million dollars, literally, a million dollars, a million dollars. Before I even physically had it all, I was going to 
hey, I'm taking this whole million, just go and give it to him. Because you knew what it you knew what it was worth. Exactly. And you knew... But after so long, like I said, I don't, I don't know the reason why, like, they, they never said no or never said they didn't want to do it or I'll do it later or it just was no response. So, and I ain't like that because I ain't understand. I'm like, damn, I'm like, I, I just offer this amount. I'm, I'm young and upcoming. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I pay my respect to everybody. Woo, 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 woo. Once I got over that little experience, I was like, hey, hey, bro, from now on, I, I. I'll never ask for a feature, basically. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that's a good reason for you to stop. I think because he's new in the rap game, and he didn't have money at the time. He's like, listen, I'm going all in. I'm going to give this guy a million. Yeah. And he got no response. He felt, like, disrespected, and it hurt him. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, fuck these guys. Like, I don't I don't need them, yeah. I can see where that comes from. Because no, I, I could have the same type of mentality. Yeah. You know, I hate when people, like, I'm reaching out, showing love, nobody, like, responds back, and it's like, like who the fuck, like, what the fuck? You know I'm here. You can see my... Yeah, and especially if they seen you and read it, no, and they're offering the, you a million. The dollars. record was taken off, so it's like, I wonder who the artist is. I wish you would have said somebody big. It's yeah, a million dollars. Either Jay Z, Drake, some, somebody, some yeah. crazy shit. And he said the record, if you would have jumped on it, it would have gone through the roof. So it's probably Drake, I would assume. I would say probably like Jay Z or some shit. I think Drake, because Drake is more like yeah, Drake. That record, what's what's the record? Uh, or maybe may, maybe you're right. That is Drake. Then Drake with Yo Gotti was pretty cool and shit. Probably, yeah. Yeah, maybe. You know, yeah, maybe. I don't know, but that, yeah. Um, the record is obviously the track that uh, Major Key, I think, was his burst, first one that blew up. Major, mm-hmm. major, just major, I think it's titled. I wonder what the re- what's the record he's talking about. That's what I'm saying. Major is the first one that they oh, blew major. up, like wherever Key Glock was on. I think it was Major or the other one, the one that Key Glock was on. Major is the one that we really blew up with Dolph. 123 million views. So it was. Yeah, probably could be Drake, bro. Yeah. Um, I understand where that comes from, though. You offer a million dollars, you get no response at all. Like, at least say, hey, man, I don't, this isn't the record for me. Can we do something else? You know, and I won't take, I won't take a million. I'm already in this game. I don't need a million. We can do 250,000. Do you want to do up on this? Cool. That's how I would approach it. Cause I don't think it's Drake, though, because Drake is the type of person that really fucks with newer artists. That's way what I'm I saying. see it. I don't think it's Drake. Yeah, Drake usually fucks. I think it's Jay Z or some shit like that. Yeah, because didn't Dolph? Yeah, yeah Dolph, Dolph said he tried to reach out. Yeah, and he did set a million dollars. Yeah, that's also. Yeah, it's probably Jay Z. Why wouldn't Jay Z? Jay Z, I'm sucker. too big to respond. Exactly. I'm big to respond. That's uh, the fifty was right, man. I'm too big to respond. You didn't respond to Key Glock, bro. That's hundred percent. I called it, JC. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm too big to respond. Hundred percent. Fifty, fifty, be nailing this. That's why Key Glock fucked with fifty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he said Key Glock. By the way, tweeted at fifty and was like re- remaster the, the bullet bulletproof game. Fifty got to re-release the shit. shit. I agree. But yeah, that makes sense that it's it's Jay-Z. That makes total sense. He is too big to respond. I don't know why. Like, Jay-Z be on some... He thinks he's just, like, the higher power of everybody. Like, Yeah, no. Bro, you're not, like... This is why I don't like that put him on number one on the list. I'm like, he already thinks he's the shit, and then all you guys just jump on his you-know-what, and it's like, he acts like this, you know, it's like, bro, just jump on the records. Upcoming artist. Record's dope. Shit, what's the worst? You you walk away with a million, even though that's not enough, a lot of money to you. 
because you're a billionaire now. It's like, whatever, a million, I don't really need it. Still, you're helping an artist out. You're getting a million dollars out of it. What do you got to lose? And What's you're going to get your... Dude, everybody's going to... Fuck with you because it's like yeah, a record. It's like, yo, yeah, Jay-Z yeah. jumped on... fucking with Key Glock. Yeah, so... That's a whole different fan base that's going to be like, exactly, oh, shit, Jay-Z, yeah. what's up? Jay-Z, so... Yeah, stupid. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I'm too big to respond. I'm too big to respond. Billboard High 100. 100% is Jay-Z. Yeah. <laughs> I called it I from agree. the get-go. I agree. I called it immediately. I agree, Not when y'all chief, so. <laughs> I hope uh, the Albanians listen. Yeah, 100% agree helped. that it's uh, Jay-Z. 100%. Yeah. That's the, he is the type to not. <laughs> too big to respond. So, uh, Let's go Billboard High 100. Uh, the Weeknd and Ariana Grande, Die For You, has finally got to number one. So that is the seventh number one record for The Weeknd. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, he's back on there. Uh, finally, Miley Cyrus's "Flower" song is down to number two. It took like finally, five yeah. to six, seven weeks, seven I think. Seven weeks, yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, SZA uh, "Kill Bill" is at number three. "Boys a Liar" Part Two with Ice Spice and Pink Panthers is at number four. Last night, Morgan Wallen is at number five. "Creepin'" Meg- Metro Boom in the Weekend Twenty One Savage at number six. TQG. With Carl G and Shakira as a number seven debut. Unholy Sam Smith, number eight. Anti-Hero, Taylor Swift, number nine. Cuffa Beyonce, number ten. The Uzi were, I just want to rock, rock, rock. I just want to rock. Is that number 12? Um, let's see. Shout out to Selena Gomez. Uh, Rima and Selena Gomez, calm down, number 15. We're called Players. Koi LaRae is going up. Keeps going up. Number 16. Chris Brown, Under the Influence, number 18. Rich Flex, Drake, number 20. Uh, damn! That guy, that guy from TikTok is getting a hit. Which was hey, that? mama, don't worry. I raised oh, guy, yeah, yeah, bro. He's at number twenty-five right now on yeah. the Billboard Hot One Hundred. Yeah, that song, is, that song is fire, bro. He's at number twenty-five. Early on that bitch. I, nah, I, I like, I just that like that part. Hard, it's all right. Yeah. It's decent. Yeah, that part is. Yeah, and mama, don't worry. He's gangsta. Yeah, he has a dope voice though. I'm curious to see what what he's. It's gonna, different, yeah, man. That I would like. Yeah, Very interesting. If you guys haven't heard that record, Superstar Pride, it's all over TikTok, man. That shit ain't all over. Yeah, that shit hasn't gone nowhere, man. Let me see how much views it has. I'm That's just what's up. Yeah, that changes life, man. That's changing life. He's getting a hit. Yeah. The music, let me see. Where's the music video? Have you ever shot a music video for it? That's a good question. Nah, I don't see any music video. Uh, it's coming. Yeah, no music video for Better it. Better get on it. Um. Yeah, no music video. Wow, he definitely. The he's fact probably, that he, he's the fact that he's blown up the song this big with no music video. Yeah. That's fire. Imagine when he drops the music. Video. Yeah, stunner. What's funny is everybody's doing like funny TikToks of it. Yeah, like they're 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 taping. They keep, one guy taped a semi truck on the back of his head because like it's about what you can carry, you know, like how, how big of a gangster you are. Jeez. He takes a semi truck on the back because then he's rapping to the song. So it's like everybody's doing these like one has a jet, like a airplane jet. Damn, like that's crazy. Yeah, people are just doing funny shit on TikTok about this, and it definitely changed his life completely. So shout out to him, number twenty five. It jumped from thirty four to twenty five. So yeah, in the next week, buzzing. it probably it can probably go up to like in the top tens. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. 15, 10, I guess. Uh, Metro Boomin' Superheroes, the song, number 30. Says a Snooze, number 32. Says a Shirt, number 33. Wait For You, Future, number 38. Says a Nobody Gets Me, number 43. 2C, favorite song, number 44. It's Been About You, Drake, number 47. Uh, 
going. Lil Uzi Vert, watch this, number 56. Freestyle, Lil Baby, number 61. Says the low, number 63. Rihanna, Lift Me Up, number 65. The Lil Wayne track with DMX Swiss Beats debuted at number 66 on the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, yeah, just say you got to go pee. <laughs> it's kinda, Shit, I got a <laughs> Number 69. <laughs> it's almost done. Uh, yeah, going there. Number 69, Ice Spice and Hamoud. Let's see. Damn, who's this lady? Carol G? Yeah. That's the Spanish singer. She's got all the... Yeah, she's starting to debut in the 70s. Forever Little Baby, number 76. <laughs> uh, Trans, Metro Boomer, number 87. And then that's really about Tory Lanez, The Color, Violet, number 99. And yeah. that's it for today's episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast. Woo! You already know, YouTube Podcast, Deezer, Apple Podcasts, all that Spotify support every single day we appreciate it have an amazing night day whenever you're listening to this and peace we love you